Hi, everybody. So we are so excited today. We are here to talk all about summer box office, the uh, ever-elusive goal of getting to the top of the summer box office is is upon us, and it keeps getting earlier and earlier and earlier, and uh, we're going to have a lot of fun giving our predictions of what we think will uh, will will be the order of the box office this summer and i'm rachel and conrado is here he definitely is right here yeah ready to rumble yes <laughs> we've done this the last couple of years and uh what are your thoughts about this summer as far as the the slate of upcoming movies um it seems really packed to me um even if you don't count avengers endgame which is coming out in April, so technically not the traditional summer season. Um, it's still really packed. I still had a lot of, uh, you know, back and forth trying to figure out which ones were going to make the most money. Yeah, it's tricky. And I have to say, I felt as I was putting together the list, I was pretty underwhelmed. <laughs> There's not very much in this list that I am very excited about. There's a couple, but I don't know. I I hope I hope there'll be some surprises, but um, I think I'm with you. I think there's like maybe one or two movies in my list that I actually want to see, and then most of them are just things that I think are gonna make money. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of we included Infinity War, and then we decided oh, we're not going to include uh, Endgame this year in our box office predictions for the summer because we just felt like April is ridiculous. <laughs> we have to draw the line somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> but also, these Avengers movies are truly my uh, nemesis when it comes to summer box office predicting. Because I always, I, it used to be that I always put them in number one, and they were never actually number one. Mm -hmm. I did that with Avengers Age of Ultron and with some other movie, I think Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Didn't work out. Then I started putting them at number two, and last year, Infinity War was number one. So I decided that we have to take them out, and because they're in April, technically not the summer, perfect excuse. Right. <laughs> so if we included Endgame in our predictions, where, where would you have it on your list? Um, well, I assume that you would have it number one, right? And I think yeah. most people have it number one. Yeah. But I foolish man that I am have it in number two if I were to include it so we can talk about what's actually my number one when we get into it okay good yeah no I've I mean I I wouldn't be surprised if it makes close to a billion dollars just this first opening weekend I think it's going to be massive but you know we'll we'll see but yeah that's that's what I have would have it number one if we were including endgame so well, let's just dive in and we'll talk about it and uh, we'll see. Uh, we'll have some dark horses as well. And uh, definitely let us know your predictions and it's going to be a lot of fun. Mm -hmm. So let us know your predictions and whether or not you think we are ridiculous for including or not including Avengers Endgame. Yes, definitely. So my number 10 uh, prediction. Oh, we're starting at 10. Okay. Yeah, so my number 10, we're starting at the bottom. My number 10 is Rocket Man. Oh, my, okay. Yes. My reason for picking this movie is I thought 
uh, that we have the Bohemian Rhapsody crowd that loved that movie. Elton John's pretty popular. I think that it looks better than Bohemian Rhapsody, for me at least. It mm -hmm. looks a little bit more creative and a little bit, uh, I don't know, just more interesting. It would be hard to look worse than Bohemian Rhapsody, <laughs> in my opinion. Yeah. And I thought, you know, we talked a lot last year about an underserved uh, kind of minority, I guess, uh, getting a movie for them. And I guess my hope is is that this movie will be uh maybe something that uh the uh, there there certainly have been uh movies for lgbt audiences but like this is a very like more of a mainstream and my hope is that, that they'll do a good job and the people will want to go see it mm -hmm. i i think that the the risky thing about this pick is that it is rated r and so is it where Bohemian Rhapsody wasn't? Oh. Not going to uh, Interesting. It. Uh, but I, I'm just hopeful that it will be really good mm -hmm. and uh, that people will really want to go see it. So right. anyway, that's what I have. Um, I, Rocketman is one of my dark horses. So mm -hmm. it's not in my top 10, but I can definitely see your argument. And I think, you know, an older crowd, uh, sort of an LGBT crowd and that sort of people, maybe someone who doesn't want to see necessarily a franchise, but something a little more, mm -hmm. uh, you know, serious or whatever, um, maybe they're gonna go to Rocketman and I could see it crack in the top 10. Yeah. But my top, my number 10, which I was, you know, going back and forth, which I think is a movie that is going to disappoint in box office performance, but it's still probably gonna do enough to get in the top 10 for me is uh, Dark Phoenix from the mm. X-Men franchise. Um, I think the excitement is not there as much as it used to be for the X-Men. Now they've been bought by Disney and it feels like they're just like dropping the movie before just so that they can, you know, start putting the X-Men in the actual Marvel universe and get rid of these old movies. Mm -hmm. So it seems like they're doing a little bit of a dump there. I think, you know, Superheroes do well. People want to see comic book movies. I think it's going to make just enough money to get in the top 10. Yeah, it's, it's definitely possible. I mean, my own lack of anticipation may have impacted my putting uh, that one on my list. I think it looks terrible and I really disliked Apocalypse. Uh, mm -hmm. So I, that may have impacted my, yeah. my uh, but, uh, but you know, it does have your pretty big name people and, uh, but I don't know, it just looks so bad that it does look bad. I just think there is a bottom to superhero movies that, mm -hmm. you know, that it's so high that I don't, I can't see it doing less than, I don't know, it's probably going to make like 150, at least 125 or something like that. And that mm -hmm. could get in the top 10, I think. Yeah. It, it it definitely could that's for sure so yeah we will see it's uh i mean i'm hoping i'm i am hoping it will benefit from my exceedingly low expectations but we'll, we'll see <laughs> yeah, well yeah. i'm not excited to see it but i right. think there's enough people out there who might be yeah it could be yeah yeah i think so right. uh it was definitely one i thought about but i don't know we'll uh I, I just, I feel like they haven't done a very good job marketing it either. Mm -hmm. so. 
I think it's totally being dropped. I, I yeah. think they're not putting their weight under it. Um, so I think you might be right. It might not even make the top 10. That's why I have it at 10. And I was yeah. very tempted to replace it with something else. Mm-hmm. Interesting. All right. Well, my number nine is John Wick chapter 30, Parabellum oh. or whatever. <laughs> okay. Another uh, of my dark horses. Yeah. I don't know. I just figured uh, the, uh, the, the, franchise people really enjoy him people like going to action movies in the summer it is rated r so that would be the downside from it but and it does have a unwieldy title (laughs) 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 um but i i don't know it just seemed like there's enough momentum and that it'll hopefully will be good people will like it Mm-hmm. So it will, uh, it will do well. And uh, yeah. <laughs> John Wick definitely feels like a growing franchise. The last one did 92. So I can see this one, you know, easily making enough to get in the top 10. Um, I am very excited for it. It's a movie that I really want to be good. And I, I think I'm really going to enjoy. And I hope it makes it into the top 10. I have it as one of my dark horses. Mm-hmm. Um, just because it feels like it's not, it feels to me like a bit um, weaker of a franchise in terms of money as, as some of the other stuff that's going to come out this summer. So, Well, and um, I think that the box office is going to be lower in, as a whole this summer. I don't know. I just don't. Well, yeah. I, my struggle, I think, coming up with my list, one of them was all these movies that look like they like look bad like i don't want to see them but i can picture people wanting to see it and they look like things that make money so i don't know maybe people are feeling the way i am maybe they're not so that's kind of the thing i feel like i'm a little outside of the mainstream in Uh what i like to see so that's making me very dubious of what should i put on this list and what not (laughs) well i mean it's just going to be hard because you've got so much to watch at home and I mean, you can watch people are, you know, are loving Game of Thrones, people are loving yep. all their things. And so, you know, why, why do you need to go to the theater these days unless it's an epic event like Endgame or, you know, that kind mm-hmm. of an experience. And so I think it gives yep. maybe some of these maybe R rated or other kind of things, maybe a chance to get into the top 10 where they might not have 10 years ago or absolutely or absolutely i think there's like three or four movies that i that definitely gonna be huge hits this summer and then a bunch of others that i don't know where to place well and there's also not that many all-out family films i mean i guess you got your two disney remakes and uh but you have a good amount but well we can yeah. keep talking about it as we go i guess yeah so what did you have at number nine my number nine is uh, Men in Black International. Yeah, um, Chris Hemsworth and I'm sorry. I, I I debated about this one. Yeah, it's not on your list. No. Yeah, it made my list. Uh, I don't know. It's one that I don't know. Quite, I'm not quite sure how to decipher it. The Men in Black movies made a lot of money back when they were out, um, but that was with Will Smith in them. Mm-hmm. This one does have Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson together after Ragnarok so maybe some people are going to be excited about that I know I'm interested in seeing them together because I think they're both very charismatic very beautiful people um so I'm going to give it a shot and I think enough people will give it a shot to get in the top 10 even if it's just in the lower you know number nine 
yeah it's uh it's a tough one because uh i actually really enjoyed the trailers and i think it actually makes sense as a gender swap because of course they're gonna have agents that Mm-hmm. that are women of course in in the if that might be was real i mean i guess it's men in black but you know what i mean i of right. course they're gonna have female agents as well mm-hmm. and i i think that th- i think that they'll have good chemistry they did so much in ragnarok but then i'm hearing all of this this that this didn't screen well it's all this mm-hmm. bad buzz and you know it, it is a franchise that the last two were pretty bad so <laughs> it does it still have the uh, panache that it once had i don't know um but uh, you know it probably will make something like 30 to 40 million unless it's terrible i mean opening weekend mm-hmm. uh, unless it's terrible and then it won't but i don't know yeah. it, it's a, it's a tricky one yeah i'm i'm going out on a limb thinking that it's going to be fun enough that people are gonna go and see it i'm thinking it's gonna make i don't know i'm hoping it's gonna make like around oceans eight money which is like around 140 150 and that could get it in my top 10 which is you know lower ranks Mm -hmm. yeah yeah that's probably a good comparison yeah well uh, i have at number eight i have uh detective pikachu oh okay yeah because it is rated pg the kids love the pokemon mm-hmm. and and pokemon is you know, just a lot of fun but i think also having ryan reynolds as the vocals having it be a little bit uh sarcastic for the adults they're gonna enjoy that they're gonna they're gonna like it and i it just seems like a movie that everybody has kind of a lot of pull from a lot i could picture teenagers wanting to go see it because it looks because of the ryan reynolds element mm-hmm. and i i think the trailers have been quite brilliant in selling a weird strange concept and making it look i mean i'm i'm definitely excited to see it and mm-hmm. so uh i think it will do well yep we'll be talking about detective pikachu later Ooh, okay good uh so what do you have at number eight my number eight is uh, Godzilla, King of the Monsters. Yeah. Um, which I see some excitement about it based on the trailers. It looks like me like a lot of monsters and a lot of things going on in that trailer. I'm not particularly excited, but it's coming out on May 31st. I think it's going to make some good money. I doubt that it's going to make even as much as the original. Well, not the original, but you know, the Godzilla mm-hmm. from a couple of years ago which made 200. So I'm putting it a little bit below that, like at 175 to 180. And um, that puts it at number eight on my list. Mm. Yeah, I I have that further up on my list. So I'll take Okay, it's, all right. It's definitely uh, one that's, uh, I think, going to do well. So, okay, so number seven for me is Hobbs and Shaw. Oh, mine too. Oh, good. Okay. Uh yeah, I mean, it's hard to vote against a Fast and Furious movie. They just do so well. The last one didn't do as well here in the United States as some of the other ones. Uh it did insane in China. Uh this looks terrible, but <laughs> and I'm I am 
can be a defender of this this particular franchise but it certainly looks like it will uh it will make money so i don't know yeah um i haven't seen most of them the last one still made 226 right in domestic um i think this is probably going to make less than that uh but that still puts it around 180 to 190 for me so it's number seven so i think it's gonna make a good amount of money the rock and jason statham and you know it looks ridiculous but i think people are gonna see it so number seven yeah yeah i mean it's hard to argue against uh it's hard to not pick how uh when you got the rock and jason statham i mean something like the meg making so much Mm -hmm. last year after the I that's think, true of sharks slash jason statham <laughs> well the <laughs> mech made a lot but skyscraper didn't so you oh, never yeah, know that's true that's true uh the the they were the jason statham was the best part in the last fast and furious movie in my opinion uh the rock has chemistry in droves so we'll see what is happening i don't know what is happening with idris elba's career why he's picking these roles i mean i guess um, uh so it's, yeah it's, i think the answer is a big fat check yeah <laughs> anyway so yeah there you go hobbs and shaw at seven all okay. right number six for me mm-hmm. i have aladdin i think this one is really tough to predict because I agree. uh it's i don't know i feel like there's it's hard not to think that people will go see aladdin uh, people love the original film uh it's a you know it's a classic it seems like it's going to be uh pretty similar to the original as far as the structure and everything at least mm-hmm. the trailers haven't shown really any difference and i am glad it seems like the singing is pretty good so that makes me happy uh, as opposed to beauty and the beast which that terrible <laughs> singing and uh but it's got some weird things that people that uh, people aren't responding well to uh you've got will smith as the genie which i think is fine but uh the the that trailer with that vfx was terrible yeah. uh so i kind of yeah. hope they just don't even do the blue i hope they just have him be a genie and that's fine yeah. um but anyway, it's it's tricky. I don't know. I just feel like is this the one that nostalgia will say no? We're not gonna we're not gonna support this one, or is this is it gonna be just like all the others? I don't know. I agree with you. It's a tough one. Yeah. So, anyway, what do you have at six? My number six is The Secret Life of Pets two. Oh, okay. Which you know, like you said, family animation movies and these illumination movies keep making money so um i have it at number six i'm assuming that families are going to take their kids to it and it's going to make enough money to get in there i have it making it has to make more than 200 million so that's already number six or higher yeah i have it higher uh the (laughs) the last one made more money than batman v superman so how how much was that like 300 something uh i don't know probably right let me look it up. Yeah, 368. Um, I don't think this is going to make as much as that, do you? Uh, no, I don't, I don't think it'll make as much, but they just... It can probably come close. They just know how to make piles of money. So mm-hmm. I, I think it will 
make a lot of money. <laughs> hmm, you're starting to make me doubt myself. Maybe I'm going to move this up. <laughs> yeah. So I do have it higher. So we will uh, see. I mean, illumination, they just, they, they, they know how to do it. So I don't know. You can't hmm. go against. Yeah. The Grinch made a lot of money too, right? Was, yeah. The Grinch, Singh made a ton of money. Uh, the even ones that you think maybe didn't make as much money if you actually they did. <laughs> oh God! Okay, yeah. I think I'm gonna have to put it higher. Yeah, yeah. So, and people love their dogs and their cats, and people, you know. Yeah. So that's part of it too, I think, with this one. All right. But, uh, yeah. So now my number five is Godzilla: Gods and Monsters. Uh huh. And it is Memorial Day weekend. What? so and it's a big epic movie right. and it has multiple creatures and something like kong school island made you know did really well and so that's why i think that it, you know people will people will go see it people will like it and uh yeah i mean i i haven't been won over by the trailers the cast is undeniably great so you know i'm excited for that anything for kyle chandler I'm, I'm super excited but uh i mean i think it's mostly the monsters the people like you know these yeah. these classic um, monsters so yeah i wonder i mean this could really break through and make a much more money than i'm anticipating i you know i already said i have it in number eight i'm just wondering it's just because kong did well but it didn't get to 200 and uh you know godzilla just got to 200 i don't know maybe the excitement is there and they're actually building towards this franchise and they want to create godzilla versus kong or whatever mm -hmm. so who knows but um yeah i think i could see it being one of the breakthrough hits of the summer i guess yeah i mean especially if it's if it is good then uh then yeah right. i think it will uh, uh that will help it uh, but i don't know i i think you know godzilla king, king kong in it uh mothra all these classic monsters yeah i don't know I, i'm i'm i guess there is some excitement for it i just don't see i see that a lot on the internet not so much amongst the people in my you know like day-to-day quote-unquote real life which mm -hmm. is something that i'm also trying to use to yeah make this list it's, and that's the thing that gave me a little pause yeah i mean it's true i i've never been a huge monster movie person so and i didn't like clunk skull island so i personally am not that excited for it but mm -hmm. but i don't know it's just hard to vote against all those monsters <laughs> yeah it definitely looks like the kind of thing that's going to be big in the summer yeah but it's a it's a busy summer so who knows yeah it's true what do you have at number five my number five is aladdin um yeah. which i'm also wondering um how much how much it's gonna make it's obviously a big nostalgia property like you said but also a lot of doubts around the the making of the movie and even more so than the lion king which is also coming out and i know that in the internet a lot of people saying including myself what is the point of remaking this with just it's just the same movie with photorealistic lions um but in the real life, I think people are excited for that one, not so much for Aladdin. I think yeah. I see a lot of people that are like, really, Aladdin? And it looks kind of weird and looks kind of cheesy or whatever. So I don't know. But I still think it's going to make enough money. It's probably something that you can take your kids to, which I think is also going to help it. 
Yeah, I mean, it seems like I wonder if it'll be kind of the the Pirates of the Caribbean entry of this year. Like they, like it will mm. make enough, but uh, but that sounds about right. Will be considered an underperformer based on yeah. the history of these these remakes. I don't know. That that is actually that comparison makes a lot of sense to me. Like a Pirates of Caribbean sequel sort they of thing came out at the same time yeah 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 you're right that's a good that's a good point so yeah we'll we'll see it'll be interesting all right my number four is toy story four. Oh, <laughs> okay i i might be low on this i just i know i i feel like there's enough people that are kind of why did they why are they making it you know it ended perfectly toy story three and that forky is just kind of weird what's going mm-hmm. on with forky but there's certainly obviously enough people who are going to go see it mm-hmm. uh, because they love pixar movies and but i don't see this one being billion like your uh dory and uh, your well uh, yeah incredibles i definitely yeah. think it's not going to make as much as incredibles um dory also made a lot of money and i wonder if it's gonna i I think it's more likely that it gets to dory levels than it would incredibles too but i agree with you i don't think there's a lot of excitement around it um especially compared like when i remember when toy story 3 came out and that was a huge deal and people were really curious to see what's going to happen yeah Um, this and, and that was such a perfect ending to the trilogy that i think a lot of people might be wondering what's the point of a fourth Toy Story. You know, the yeah. trailers haven't been that good in my opinion either. Well, I mean, Pixar's trailers are never very good, but except for for Cars 3. There's the only one that has <laughs> trailers. But um <laughs> but uh, but the thing that gives me hope about this movie is that the anybody who has seen even portions of it so far has mm. been raving about it. They, okay. they showed like 20 minutes of it at CinemaCon mm-hmm. and everybody i i read and was wow this is incredible and evidently the rumor is is that forky is going to be kind of a nod to uh your i guess lgbt kind of characters i guess oh Um, i see i see yeah that i can see that he's like made it's not his fault that he's made different he's just right and I guess he has a, uh, this is just conjecture. We don't know. Mm-hmm. But, um, I guess he has a rainbow sticker on his foot. And so, oh, okay. Anyway. And so right. if that becomes kind of a plot element and it's done really well. Mm, that that's an interesting. Interesting. Yeah. That's something that I think also critics would respond to and maybe like boost the excitement mm-hmm. for it too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I may end up loving Forky. Who knows? But mm. <laughs> i did love there's a somebody i don't know who set it up but there's a forky twitter <laughs> okay <laughs> hilarious you have to watch it it's so good or what was it? anyway you gotta, gotta look that up yeah because <laughs> i put on mm-hmm. twitter i was like i don't know if i enjoy mm-hmm. i don't know about forky and uh and they responded to my tweet they're like i don't know about you i'm slapping it's Anyway, but yeah, I, I, I just, the, you hear the, and you hear about Tom Hanks and, and Tim Allen just, just 
like talking about how they were just sobbing after doing the recording i mean mm. i i of course they're going to talk positive about their experience but mm-hmm. it's still kind of perks you know perks my interest at least and yeah Wow. But still, you you only put it at number four. Like, do you have an estimate of how much money you think that would that would be? Um, I are we thinking as much as Toy Story three or is ever thereabouts? I mean, probably Toy Story three made over a billion dollars. Well, that was worldwide, right? Yeah. But like in the U.S., it was probably like four hundred or something like that, four fifty. Yeah, I I think. It won't make that much, but uh, yeah, it made okay. Three made four fifteen. You think a little less than that? Yeah, I think a little less than that. That sounds about right to me. Um, uh, so I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, I don't have it at number four though. My number four is um, Spider Man: Far From Home. Yeah, and that I have also making somewhere around. I think it's probably going to make around what Homecoming did, maybe a little more, have it at 350. Um, I think, um, you know, I think people are into this new Spider-Man uh, version. Um, there's probably going to be some excitement after Endgame for another Marvel movie, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, people like Tom Holland. Um, I don't know. Number four yeah. seems right to me. Seems I- like a sure bet. I think I have it a number three. So well, there you go. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think so. I think uh, that people will be ready for a little palate cleansers as far as just something light and fun and and Spider Man uh, after a more intense movie with an end game. And mm-hmm. uh, I, yeah, I think three hundred million easy uh, and. Yeah. I, I think it looks, I think the trailer was pretty good and I think it looks fun and I'm looking forward to it. So, uh, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens, but, uh, yeah, I, I think it will do very well. Great. My number three is Toy Story 4. So this is where we're starting to repeat ourselves. Um, so I, I think like you probably somewhere around a little less than what Toy Story 3 made. So I'm thinking like 375, 380, and that puts it in number three for me. I. Uh, that that makes sense all right well mm-hmm. uh my a uh, number my let's see my number two is the secret life of pets too wow okay so you think that's gonna make more than toy story and spider-man wow okay i do. definitely might be underestimating these elimination people <laughs> <laughs> i think you've got it's animated film it has dogs and cats in it people love their dogs their cats uh people love the humor in these movies it has a huge cast i think uh that it i don't know i the last one domestic made 368 million dollars i think this one will do better and i know i i just i don't see any reason why it like toy story 4 i'm like there's people who might feel this way there's there's people who aren't that excited about it there's the, i see no nothing as far as the people that came out to the first one are definitely going to all see it and i don't see any downside mm. there's no like counter argument as far as 
it being a huge success <laughs> except for the fact that it probably won't be very good but mm. they don't care nobody cares the only, my only thing there is i think so i have two theories why it won't be as high as you think it is and it is one is um i think it's strictly a family movie i don't think you, it's a movie that people go to who are not taking their kids um, so I think Toy Story 4 and Spider-Man is going to have a lot of teenage audience, maybe adults that are just curious, especially if they get good reviews. I don't think that's going to happen for Secret Life of Pets. I would say that, except for all of the people I know who have just adore their dogs and their cats. And so just on that level, I can see them mm. going to see it. Oh, Interesting. Did they go out for the first one that you know of? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, people, oh, okay. people love these movies. So, I, I don't know. That's that's the draw that I think that they'll have. That maybe even like a Despicable Me movie wouldn't have. Mm. But I don't know. I think I I will not be surprised at all. This movie makes a billion over a billion dollars worldwide. Okay. Well, all right. Yeah. All right. I think number two is the one, the spot in which we're making our bold, bold predictions. Because my number two is Pokemon Detective Pikachu. Wow, there we go. Which I think definitely makes one billion worldwide. I think the international audience for for Pokemon is huge. And this is the one where I'm thinking, this is the only movie on this list that I'm excited to see. Uh This is the only movie that I hear people around me of my age and old, little older and younger talk about Detective Pikachu and how good the trailer was and how they want to see it and they're curious to see it. I think you're going to get the kids, you're going to get the families, you're going to get the people my age who grew up with Pokemon. And if it gets good reviews, you might get some other people who wouldn't have seen it otherwise. I think this is going to be like the surprise huge hit of the summer and I have it at number two wow very interesting it definitely could be because like you said it kind of has a ton of different draws it's yeah it's got the ryan reynolds draw for mm-hmm. the people that you know for teenagers yeah. like the dead mm-hmm. and it has you know the kid draw with the and it's because it's rated pg i was kind of surprised it got pg because I don't know, just the trailer, it looked like, oh, is this going to be a little bit, uh, mm-hmm. a little bit more sassy, a little bit, you know, more than PG, but I was sort of surprised that it did. And uh, yeah, it looks like a lot of fun. I'm I'm looking forward to it. It just looks good. I was yeah. so surprised because I thought it was such a bad idea when I first heard of it, but the trailer completely sold me. It yeah. looks like Who Framed Roger Rabbit, but with Pokemon. Yeah. It's great. Yeah, that's, that's a good comparison. Yeah, that is good. Very interesting. Okay, so um, my number one. I think it's the same one as me. Yeah. It sort of pains me to say it. <laughs> is Lion, The Lion King. I think yeah. that uh, the, the nostalgia is just too strong. This is so many people's favorite animated film. Certainly a mm-hmm. huge part of so many people's childhood. Mm-hmm. And people really liked The Jungle Book. Uh, the photorealism i i i enjoyed the jungle book just fine and i think that uh, it will i said in my trailer reaction that i think the lion king if you want a photorealistic lion king then you'll like it it'll be good 
if that's what you want. Like, I have no desire for that in my life. I don't need it. <laughs> so it's not really something that appeals to me. But I think a lot of a lot of people will really like it. And that's, so it'll do very well. I It has a ton of stars behind it, which mm-hmm. probably up a little bit. And uh, for what it's, you know, for what it's trying to do, I think it'll be well executed, if that makes sense. But yeah i think it's a completely redundant movie to exist right but so was beauty and the beast and we know how much money that made yeah so here's where i make my bold prediction so listen up (laughs) so if you take beauty and the beast animated version and you look at how much that made and how much the live action remake made and you put that into the lion king and you look at how much the animated movie made and how much this remake would make if it made as well as the Beauty and the Beast, it would make $996 million in the US, which would make it the highest grossing movie of all time. I don't think it's going to make that much, but I think it's going to be number one ahead of Avengers Endgame. Oh, interesting. And that is what I, my bold prediction for the year. Wow, look at that. Yeah, I mean, I... I mean, I, I, it's also going to be shorter. That is one so they can have more showings than Endgame. Uh, so that could factor in as well. But yeah, it's interesting. That's interesting. I, uh, it could, I could see it. I could see it. I think, yeah, I think it's definitely, do you know if they have rated it yet? Because this seems to me like also like a kind of movie that, you know, you're going to get a whole wide variety of audience not unlike pokemon for like little little kids families teenagers and also like adults who grew up with the lion king maybe they're bringing their kids or maybe they're not you know i know a lot of people who you know are still too young to have kids who are excited to see it i think so many people grew up with that movie that you know mm-hmm. yeah i agree I, I i don't think it's not yet rated okay it's probably going to be PG. Do you think it'll get a G? I don't know. It's hard to tell because uh, they, they don't give that many Gs these days, but Toy Story 4 just got G rating, which kind of surprised me a little bit. Jungle Book was PG, so I, ex- I expect it to be around a PG probably, but that's still going to get families in the door, I think. Yeah, that should be fine. And uh, yeah, it'll, it'll, be, uh, it'll be interesting. It's definitely going to make a a ton of money so mm-hmm. either way disney is, is <laughs> yeah either way they're going, they're probably gonna own all of us in a couple of years we're all gonna be working for them yeah <laughs> yeah because uh i have because i end game lion king spider-man far from home toy story 4 and aladdin so five on my yeah. list are... yeah and dark phoenix technically oh, now, yeah, right, 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 yeah. um so yeah well, let's talk about some of our dark horses that we yes. have. So I have on my uh, dark horses, I have Artemis Fowl as a dark mm. horse because okay. I would just love nothing more than for Disney to have, speaking of Disney, to have mm. a new franchise with some new energy and some new uh, spirit to it. And they just have failed in their attempts to try to do this lately Mm. 
and I I've read the book. I'm going to try to read it before. Uh, it is, I guess, a pretty popular book. And you know, last year, Wrinkle in Time was not my favorite. Um, and my hope is maybe just this will be really fun, and people will really it'll be a big surprise. People will really like it. And uh, I know there's a whole series, so I would just mm-hmm. love for there to be a new live action series uh, that uh, takes off. And so. Uh, that's sort of a aspirational a lot of my dark horses are kind of aspirational <laughs> oh but a big surprise and and, uh, and there you go um that's my first one this artemis fowl always struck me as almost like the unsuccessful like cousin to harry potter anything that's going to continue and this yeah. just it just i don't know this just looks like a flop to me it definitely has that potential. <laughs> yeah, but, but I, you know, if it if it works out, you get the bragging rights. Yeah, I just would love to see a new franchise from Disney. So, fingers crossed. Maybe it'll be fun. We'll cool. See. What do you have? It's one of your dark horses. Well, uh, um, two of my dark horses you already mentioned because they're both on your list. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them is Rocket Man. Um, which I agree with you. Probably don't see it making as much money as Bohemian Rhapsody. That was kind of ridiculous how much money that made. But I could see it becoming a hit. And the other one is John Wick Chapter 3, which I also think it could rise to the level of top 10 franchise. Yeah, so definitely it'll be interesting to see how those do. Uh, I have on my list of Dark Horses, I have Child's Play on my list. It's a popular horror franchise. Horror can really surprise in uh, for uh, the box office. It, can, mm-hmm. it seems like a lot of times there's a horror entry on there. Um, and Mark Hamill is the voice of Chucky, and he's been promoting it a lot. He's very excited about it, so that can't hurt. And I don't know. It, I could see that. Yeah. There's and, also an Annabelle movie that could also do well. Um, although I don't know how the Conjuring universe is doing at the moment, but yeah. I could see that also making money. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a it's a big doll doll theme this summer. Yeah. This summer. Um, oh, that's true. Maybe the dolls will cancel each other out. I don't know. Yeah. Well, and one neither of us had on our list uh, that some people might have on their predictions list is Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. That's my other dark horse. Is that yours too? Yeah, it's on my list. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so the last Tarantino, Hateful Eight, only made fifty-four million, but this one has Leonardo DiCaprio, who has had a bunch of hits lately. Um, you know, The Revenant made one eighty. Wolf of Wall Street made more than a hundred. The Great Gatsby also made a lot of money. So I think it has the potential to make, you know, enough to get into the top ten. Well, and um, some of Tarantino's have done like. Uh, didn't Django, Django Unchained? Didn't yeah, that? Django, which had Leonardo DiCaprio in it, it made 162. So that was a pretty big hit for him. So I could see it making anywhere, you know, as high as 180. And that's enough to get in the top 10 for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I had one on my Dark Horse list because I just out of gut feeling and because I loved the trailer so much. But then once I was talking to my friend Mark, he brought up some really good points. I, <laughs> I had the movie 
dead don't die the dead don't die on my dark horse list just because i thought that i was thinking of zombie land which made mm-hmm. over a uh, hundred million dollars and right. i i think that you know this got adam driver and bill murray and and uh, it looked mm-hmm. as it looks the cast looks great it looks so funny i absolutely loved the trailer and uh you, it kind of has two genres of uh comedy and horror and mm-hmm. kill the both but he brought up the point that it's a smaller studio distributing it so I, and i didn't yeah. realize that and so it probably won't get the distribution to be able to be in the top 10 but i yeah. i think it could be I think it could do very well still for an indie film. And I think it could be a sort of a little surprise of the summer. That'd be interesting. It's definitely one of the movies I'm most excited about because it's Jim Jarmusch, who I love as a director. But then again, he is not the kind of director who is going to make a mainstream hit. Um, He's very oddball and, you know, artsy and, you know. But it looks more mainstream, at least by the trailer. Yeah, it looks, yeah, that's true. It did. Um, I just don't know if we can trust the trailer when it comes to someone like Jim Jarmusch. Maybe they're just trying to sell it really hard. That's probably fair. I also uh, was tempted a little bit to put Late Night on my list just because I've seen it and it's Mm -hmm. so mainstream. It's so crowd-pleasing. It's so charming. And uh, it's, you know, Mindy Kaling, Emma Thompson. uh, But I just don't, I don't think it'll have the... uh, yeah the marketing to make it but i think it could be a little bit of a surprise uh hit as far as uh in indie i guess film uh, yeah it is just so good I, I absolutely loved it and so i don't know yeah it looks like the kind of movie that could maybe make a bunch of money like 10 years ago or so like devil Wars Prada or something you know mm-hmm. yeah. um, it's just these days with all these giant franchises it's really hard for something that's not on that level of budget yeah. and marketing to break through distribution that's yeah. the frustrating thing is i i feel like there are movies that could make a ton of money it's just they don't get enough screens and it, it it's frustrating when something so unassociated with the quality or lack of quality, you know, of the film. It's mm-hmm. just completely, if something like that makes all the difference is, is very frustrating sometimes for me. Yeah. But um, last one that I think could be a surprise is uh, The Hustle. I, oh, if, yeah. If it's funny, and then to me it looks pretty funny, I think it could kind of be one of those comedies that like Central Intelligence or, you know, one of these comedies that kind of sneaks yeah. in. And yeah and there are no comedies in either of our lists so it could be yeah there's always room for a for a breakthrough comedy mm-hmm. i guess men in black kind of counts as that yeah and i think it looks funny and you know i think rebel wilson and hathaway have they're they're maybe a little hit and miss but i think you know it's a remake of dirty ron scoundrels yeah and so you know we'll see but i think it has potential mm-hmm. i'll definitely see it I'll tell you that uh, did you have anything else on your dark horse? Um, I don't. I just have the three. Rocketman, John Wick, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Good. Okay, good. All right. Well, good. I think uh, we have some pretty interesting picks. And uh, this is a lot of fun. And let us know if you're listening what your box office predictions are and uh, what you think might be a dark horse, a surprise hit of the summer. How are you feeling about the summer box office? Are you 
uh, excited or you kind of underwhelmed. Uh, I put out a tweet yesterday kind of saying basically my mm, my meh feelings about mm-hmm. summer box office and seemed like and it seemed like a lot of people kind of on the same page as me <laughs> <They're just laughs> yeah not, not a ton that's exciting them yeah also let me know how do you feel about me putting lion king making more money than avengers yeah a i'm a genius b i'm a crazy person c i'm just a contrarian i want to know from all you haters yes definitely put your outrage below in the <laughs> comment section <laughs> it would be great uh so that would be a lot of fun and so Conor, where can people find you online you can find me on twitter and that would be at coco hits new york you can also follow my blog which is coco hits ny.wordpress.com and i am also on letterbox if you use that uh and my profile name is Conrado Falco. So that's how you find me. Great. And I'll have that all in the description section. Definitely want to follow Conrado. And you can find me at Racers Reviews, all over social media, on Rotten Tomatoes and on iTunes and YouTube. And if you're listening on iTunes, if you can give us your ratings and reviews, really appreciate it. And if you're listening on YouTube, if you can give us a thumbs up, subscribe to the channel. We are so grateful for that. So Thank you so much, Carano. This was a lot of fun. Really enjoyed it. And uh, we will ha- be, uh, have to come back at the end of the summer and see who got the most right. Yeah, when I bask in glory for my bold <laughs> predictions. Yes. All right. Okay. We'll talk again soon. Bye. See you next time.